Yo, so what's up, everybody? I'm out here. Today is uh, Thursday, October the 4th. Um, freshly back from fucking San Francisco. Back to the fray of things. Today was a little unproductive. Um, I had stuff I wanted to get done. Didn't do literally anything because I'm still recovering. And when I say recovering, I'm recovering from my vacation, man. Not that. Not that I um, partied hard. Like, I I had, like, I don't know, you guys, I had several, you know, factors going into this vacation. They all came, hit me at once, man. And when I got up there, I didn't know, like, I had a clear idea of what I wanted to do and things I wanted to do. And, like, I pretty much did everything I wanted to do. Um literally everything I wanted to do, and as a matter of fact, I did a little bit more, I, I, actually, I didn't do everything I wanted to do, there were some things that slipped, but I'm okay with some of the things slipping, because I, I lived, I mean, uh, anybody that follows me on Snapchat knows that I was, like, non-stop for five days, it was incredible, man, it was fucking incredible, unbelievable, actually, the vacation, I had the time, I hadn't had the time like that the entire time I've been going up there. Absolutely stunning. It was amazing. Um, and like I said, it was just it was just nonstop. Like I didn't, I barely even had a chance to breathe. Thank God, you know. Like I've been telling you guys, I've been exercising, been working out. I've been, you know, motivated and just doing things. Uh, you know physically, you know, not that I'm, like, gonna be the super ripped, you know, buff dude, or, you know, Zac Efron, or or Arnold, or nothing like that, but I have been physically active, I have been, you know, pushing my, my grind, if it were, pushing my, my stone, my metal against the stone, but, you know, I've been grinding it, I've been just exercising, you know, daily, and today is no different, I'm gonna go home and exercise a little bit, you know, but I went up there and literally every day I was walking like 10 miles. Now, now that doesn't sound a lot. You know, somebody's like, oh, I can walk 10 miles in a day. Okay, but I did it for five days straight. Um, if anybody knows anything about San Francisco, you there is not one flat piece of land. There's just not one flat piece of land. There's just nowhere in the city is it flat. So I'm walking 10 miles, and it's uphill, it's downhill, it's steep. It's, you know, it's hard to drive around in a car, let alone you got to pick your feet up and hike up a hill. Like, I was hiking up a hill every morning. Um, and I calculated it out, or somebody calculated it out, and told me, it's like, dude, you walk, like, I walk 40, I, I actually walk 44 and a half miles in those days. And about... 20,000 plus steps a day and about an average of 15 to 20 flights of stairs a day. Easy, easily 15 to 20. And, you know, it's just, I just did a lot of things, man. Like, like okay, on the way up there, I knew again, because last day I went up this route, but I didn't really get a good um, feel of it. But this time I got a little bit better feel of it because this, this time I went up with a different mindset was to absorb 
as much as I could. I went up the 101 from LA up to San Francisco. Uh, the 101 interconnects with the one at some points, and it's just you go up the coast, you go up. There's a lot of beach towns, and then you get to a little bit of like Central Valley, California. But 90% of the journey up there is absolutely beautiful. Uh, Carpinteria, Santa Barbara, Pismo Beach, Ocean Beach or Oceano, uh, San Luis Obispo's pretty, Atascadero's pretty, um, Salinas is pretty, you know, and and San Jose is pretty too. I, I hadn't driven around San Jose like not one bit, and San Jose to me is I had never been there, had no idea, and it could be just the part I was in, but I, I went to Apple headquarters, you know, I went to one infinite loop, you know, Cupertino. If anybody knows what that is, that's Apple's headquarters. Now, there's not much to do there. There's a, there's a big Apple store there, and there is, like, everything's Apple, or, like, Apple bought, like, that land, and it's theirs, and they do what they want. Oh, I'm always yawning on these fucking podcasts. Anyways, I was on the infinite loop. You know, I took a bunch of pictures. Completely amazed, like, the how it is in there. I mean, it's, like, it's huge. I didn't go to Apple Park, which I kind of missed. But I was in a hurry to get to San Fran once I was done there. Uh, passed by Mountain View. Passed by the San Francisco, the new San Francisco 49ers Stadium in Santa Clara. Uh, again, I didn't take a picture there. I didn't stop. I'm not a 49er fan, but I passed by it. Um... You drove up, you know, you pass San Francisco International Airport, which is probably about 10 miles outside of San Francisco itself. I know, you know, that's how they do things up there. Like, San Francisco is in the city. Like, it's in it. It's just like uh, LaGuardia or JFK. Like, they're not actually inside where you would think, like, in Manhattan, New York. Like, it's nowhere near there. As a matter of fact, Newark is not is like an hour, but, but that depends on the traffic. Uh, but it's about an hour to get from Brooklyn, Manhattan to Newark. And I would assume it's maybe not as long, but close to LaGuardia and JFK. Uh, anyways, going up there, you know, you pass, I think it's 7th Street or 4th Street. I'm not sure which street it is. That leads right into... Uh, it's just on the outskirts, man. Like, And then it's just like, boom, you get zapped with San Francisco, the, sky, the, the skyline or whatever they call it, you know. You get, you get the full, you know, boom, there's the city. And it's pretty, man. San Francisco's pretty. I don't know. L.A. carries a lot of smog. New York. Um, New York, you can't fit it all into two pairs of eyes. Like, you got to, like, move your head. In, in, in particular, New York is different because, like I said, you can't fit it all in one head. So you're looking one way, but there's stuff going on the other way, and there's you can't really tell what's going on, what you're looking at. San Francisco, it's more compressed, but you can see the big buildings. And you're just looking right at it. Like, you don't have to turn your head. You just look right at it. Like, it's there. Boom. You know, that's coming up the 101. And, you know, I Snapchatted that. Uh, like I said, I was 
once I finally got there, all the stresses slowly started melting away because I knew I was home. Like I, San Francisco has been home to me for the last couple years, and I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if I'm gonna go again next year because I don't know if the Raiders are gonna be up there. Obviously, I can't take vacations every five days. I'm not made of money, finances. If I was made of money, I would move there. Of any other city in the world, I would probably move to San Francisco because I love it there. Just the people, everybody tells you good morning, or a lot of people do. But like I said, you know, once once you get once you get that visual, you know that the trek is long. You know, the trek is what it is. You know, trekking from LA up there, it can be done fairly quick. Well, like I said, I had sight, I did sightseeing all the way up there. Um, it, you know, it's it just drug on. I, I left my house at four in the morning. And I got to Carpinteria like at six. I put gas and got some snacks. Um, then I stopped in Carpinteria for about an hour. Just was hanging out on, on the. I think they're called the bluffs, or they're the cliffs. But you're overlooking the beach. Uh, it's fantastic, like a 200 foot drop. But you know. I saw that. I was going to stay to the sunrise, but I was like, no, nah, let me get to Santa Barbara, get some breakfast. Uh, Santa Barbara is pretty, too. Um, I, I would like to just go to uh, Santa Barbara for like a weekend because it's close enough to do that. Oh, it's absolutely beautiful there. Uh, I, I think their downtown, too, is 7th Street or whatever street. Uh, it's, it's beautiful, man. I mean, it reminds me, Santa Barbara reminds me of like like it's trapped in time a little bit, like an old co uh, colony type of city. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's got a little antique feel to it, but also very new feel to it, but a very, you know, it's got a feel to it as well. And, you know, from there, like I said, I went to Cupertino. I, I stopped in Oceano. I, yeah, I cruised up Pismo Beach. I had to put gas actually in Pismo Beach because I was running low at that point. Uh, and then I get all the way up to up to there, man. I mean, like I said, once I got to Cupertino, I knew I was in the home run stretch. You know, I was excited, you know. Like I said, San Francisco has been my home for a number of years now. Uh, and, and like I said, every time I've gone up there, it's, I've never had a bad experience. Um, I've never had, like, my car broken into or I've never had, like, you know, just I haven't had a bad, I haven't, you know, my room hasn't been broken into, nothing like that. You know, I haven't, haven't checked into a hotel and they'd be like, oh, we didn't get the reservation. Go find a hotel and you, you're unable to find something or, you know, I haven't had bad experiences like that. And I don't believe that the city, the city's got signs all over, like don't leave valuables in your cars, prevent theft. And, you, you know, you would do that anyways. Especially in a place you don't know. You know, you keep your passport on you, keep your wallet on you at all times, keep your phone by you. And all and people do that anyways. And so you eliminate the the little bit of risk that there is, you eliminate that and then it's just the city in altogether is a positive place. Like it's a lot different than LA. LA is a lot of hustle and bustle. New York is moving as well. Like there's more hustle in those cities than there is. San Francisco a little bit more laid back. Um, but like I said, I got up there. It was, 
you know, once I pass Cupertino, you know, get up and over the little hill, and boom, you get the full, you get the the city skyline right there, right in front of your face, and then you just creep up to it. It's a little bit of traffic, so I was able to creep up to it. Uh, crept up to it, you know, and then you just get embraced by it. Like, it's a big city. San Francisco is a big city, man. I mean, it's, it's one of the cities. It's really, it's really big. It's, um, it's got its parts where it's nice and, and dainty and cozy and, and cute. And then it's got its big city. It's just like any other big city. There's like, with seemingly when you get to Soma and you get to the financial district and you get to, you know, some of those other places like uh, Russian Hill, like it's all skyscrapers. Like every building is like at least 30, 40 stories tall. And then, you know, there's really, there's some big ones there too. You know, don't kid you. Like it's not like there's, there's no skyscrapers. There's a, there's 30 or 40 of them at minimum there and it doesn't look like it and compared to New York New York just got skyscrapers like littered everywhere like the entire city is a skyscraper but it's different when you know you got a community with small houses next to next to surrounding you it's just San Francisco got a whole different different vibe and like I say driving into it and embracing it uh I knew where I was staying at I knew where you know I needed to Go. So I went there, checked in. Uh, you know, I settled in for a few minutes. You know, I, I think it was about like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. I settled in for a few minutes, but I already had the itch. The main itch when you go there, San Francisco is known for famously for a few things like worldwide. One of them is the Golden Gate Bridge. The other one is it's, you know, high rises. You know, you got Fisherman's Wharf. Uh, you got the Bay Bridge. You know, and the, you know, so I had is as per quota. Like every year, I go and spend a couple hours at the Golden State Bridge. It like I like I was saying in my snaps. The Golden Gate Bridge, man, it's it's hard, man. It's you look at it and you're like, holy shit, they built this a long time ago. And just like the Brooklyn Bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge to me is like is the bridge in New York. It's like holy shit, like wow, man. Like when you're when you step on it and you step to it, you know you can totally tell that they, you know, it's just something. It's a feat like it's it's incredible like i don't know like i, I want to visit the pyramids of egypt because you know you s- just see those things that somebody built ages ago it's like un- incredible you know skyscrapers do the same thing uh but i went i went directly to the golden gate bridge stopped well i checked in went directly to the golden gate bridge and was there for about an hour and a half or two hours I uh, took a bunch of pictures, took a bunch of videos, let people know I was there. Uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, man, it's it's beautiful. I don't know, like, it, it's so hard. It's so, it's it's red, it's huge. It just pops right at your face. Like, you come into San Francisco, 
you know it's there, and then once you see it, you're like, you see it, and you see how big it is, and then you see it, and you see, like, wow, like, this is incredible. You drive over it. They got a little tourist spot right there, you know. You get off, you take all the pictures you want. I walked about midways to it. I didn't walk all the way from one end to the other like I wanted to because that day when I got there, I didn't have a sweater. I didn't think it was going to be cold up there. And the wind was whipping me, and it was cold. But I did that very first thing, Friday. And I spent some time there. Then I went, I think I actually went back because I went to go change a little bit. What did I do Friday night? Um, Because I know I I did something else. And I would have to go back to my snaps, look at it. I think I settled in. Did I eat? No. Where did I go? I went to go drink. That's what I did. I changed up, showered up. I went and watched the Dodgers in San Francisco play at a bar with a bunch of San Francisco Giants fans. And they were all upset because I think they ended up losing 3-1 to one, uh, last Friday. And it's incredible, man. Like, I know... You know, being a Raider fan, I always come to, you know, see them in Oakland. And I'm soon I'll be seeing them in Vegas. But I haven't, I would, I don't think I've seen them in another city, you know, since I was a kid. I think my dad took me to go see them play the San Diego Chargers in San Diego a long time ago. Before they enacted that stupid rule that you couldn't do that unless you bought three San Diego Chargers tickets for, or for three different games. You couldn't buy the Oakland Raider ones. So that stopped that. But And then I hadn't been since I was a kid. But it's it's kind of crazy. If you go to like a, a, like let's say you're a, you know, let's say you, you like the Houston Rockets you know, the basketball team, the Houston Rockets, and you go to watch them play against the San Antonio, San Antonio Spurs in San Antonio, it's just a whole nother vibe, man, like, like, you're deep, you're deep in enemy, enemy territory, in regard, I didn't, I didn't have, like, a go Dodgers shirt, I didn't have a finger, but it is fun, like, watching your team play and seeing the fans of the opposing team, the rivals, like, you know, they gave up a two-run home run. I met uh, Bumgarner was pitching, as a matter of fact. He gave up a two-run shot, I believe, to Jock Peterson or Puig or somebody. And everybody in the bar was just like, they just all let out a gas, like, oh. You know, cups banging. People were, like, just griping a little bit, man. It's it, it's just a beautiful sight. And, you know, deep inside, like I said, I don't got any mad hate for San Francisco Giants. Uh, I know they're the rivals of the Dodgers, but I don't got any mad hate towards them. I don't got any mad hate towards a lot of other teams, except for on the football end of things. Well, actually, I got a lot of mad hate for the Clippers and their fans. Uh, and, and that's in the basketball sense. And then for a time, it was 
it was the Boston Celtics, but the, the Lakers got the best of them uh, on the second time, on the second go around these these last two times they made the finals. So I didn't get left with salty taste. Maybe Boston has a salty taste against LA now, but that's you know that's a different story. Anyways, my hatred for other teams doesn't really kick in until it gets to football, and I really only hate the San Diego Chargers, the New England Patriots, the Cowboys, and pretty much, yeah, pretty much I say that. Go ahead and, I hate those teams. Like, I never want to hear anything from the Cowboys fans. I never want to hear anything from the Patriots fans, and I damn sure don't want to hear a goddamn thing from whatever city the Chargers are in, San Diego, L.A., might follow us to Vegas. Who knows? You know, you know, fuck them fools. But either way, either way, like I said, I, I did that Friday night. I sat, watched the game. Um, like I said, I showered, changed up, watched the game, had a few drinks. Uh, the game ended like about 10. I think I stayed at the bar till about 11 or close to midnight. But I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to stay till closing. I'm not going to get too fuck, fucked up drunk because I had a big schedule for Saturday. And I went and got a burrito, you know, Mexican burrito at down the street from ours. It was really good. It was a chicken, uh, beans, cheese, extra salsa, lettuce, and I think a hot sauce. Or I don't know. what. It, I, and I don't even think it was chicken. I think it was chili, chili pork. Chili Verde, I think. I'm not sure. But it was good. I mean, the burrito was good. It was like eight bucks. Pretty good. I ate it. Made love to it almost. But it was good. Then from there, I walked to my room, checked into my car. Oh, that's what I did too. I had to find parking. Parking in San Francisco is a joke. It's just what it is. Like parking anywhere else in any big city is a fucking joke. I didn't get to experience it in New York because I didn't drive, but parking in San Diego is a joke. Parking in. San Francisco's a joke, and parking in L.A. is a joke pretty much anywhere. It's a fucking joke, as a matter of fact. Like, it's, like it's incredibly dumb. Like, anyways. I called it Friday. I called it about, like, like I said, about 11 or midnight. Went, finally crashed, set my alarms for 6 a.m. or 5 a.m., knowing I'd get up by around 6. Got up Saturday, took a shit shower and my guy I just got ready and I knew exactly where I wanted to go first like there was I had an itinerary in my head like things I wanted to do like that I wanted to get done as far as you know like sightseeing stuff I had already done oh you know what too on Friday wait was it Friday no I think it was Saturday uh, anyway, Saturday morning, I went over to Alamo Square. It was the very first place to stop because it was closest to me. Alamo Square, if anybody doesn't know or doesn't, and I, and I posted, it's the one video I posted from my entire trip on Facebook so far. Like I said, I, I only did that. I did a live video, but I deleted those videos because they were too negative for my taste. And I can get into those on this podcast because I don't got eyes watching me. But, um... Yeah, Alamo Square, it's probably, it's, it's got one of the better views in all of San Francisco. Um, the painted ladies are there, which most people don't know. There's like some old ass houses, like, from way back when they survived, like, the 
fires and survived many earthquakes. And there's only a few of them left. I think there's only five or six of them. And there used to be like a whole city blocks. Anyways, these painted ladies, uh, Nalamo Square. If anybody's watched Full House, and you watch the intro to Full House, a little jingle, you know, if you watch it, where they're picnicking at and where they supposedly, it's not where they actually, where the actual house is, but it's where they're supposed to be living. They make it seem that way, even though it's not, it's in Alamo Square and they're supposed to be, the show, the show makes you believe that they stay in those painted lady houses. Um, even though that's not true, the house, I actually went to the real full house house, took a picture. Um... It's under construction, so it was kind of I didn't stay there too long because I was gonna do like a whole little thing there, but it like I said, it was under construction. I ended up going to Alamo Square. I stayed there for a cool minute. I got me a hot chocolate, and I actually walked around Alamo Square, which I hadn't done in the past because usually the the touristy side is on one side, and then they actually have a park on the other, like a full blown dog park. Um, there was like at least 50 dogs there, which I was like, holy shit, like all of them well behaved for whatever reason. Um, people playing fetch. I mean, it, it looked crazy. Like, I don't know if anybody's been to a dog park where there's 50-odd dogs there, but it's it's nuts. Anyways, I did that. I made a video. Uh, it's probably one of the best videos I've ever made in my whole life. I had the Full House music playing on Spotify. Snapchatted it. I smiled even, you know. I fucking can check that off my bucket list, like... Boom, that's something I did that not everybody has done that is sort of famous, and I was there. And, and like I said, I didn't know that that was there, that happened there. Like, I've been to Alamo Square before, like a time or two, and I just didn't know those things, but I knew them now, and I went and did it. Um, moving on, like I said, I did go to the Full House house, and then I go, okay, let me... I was, initially was going to go to the Museum of Ice Cream, so I went found it, uh, waited in line, only to be told you had to buy tickets in advance, and I looked up the tickets, they're like 38 bucks, so I said, fuck this. Uh, but I, anyways, I got a really up close and personal with it. I didn't go inside of it, which is a kind of like, a, I missed it, but in reality, like, a museum is a museum, that, you know, I don't really know how, like, I didn't know what to expect, but, and I wanted to eat some ice cream, but. I was there. I got to see where it was at, where they posted it up at. I was going to go in there if I could. Didn't. didn't. But that didn't deter me because I knew there's other things to see there. There's, you know. I got on a. From there, I moved on. I went down to Market in, uh, I think it's Hyde, which is like almost. Market, Market Street in San Francisco is a huge street. Like, it's one of these streets. Like, there's a few of those streets in the. Market is one of them. Uh, market runs right through the middle of the financial district. It's in the middle of the high rises. Like, it's huge. Anyways, on Market Street, you can do the uh, the cable cars, which I didn't Snapchat that, but I got videos. And actually, I was kind of a little upset because I didn't get to sit. I didn't get to hang off the edge of it. But I did that. I did the cable cars. Oh, and as a matter of fact, I went to Lombard Street. I actually drove it. I got some video of that. Uh, Lombard Street is crazy. It's insane how many people go there and walk that curvy street, walk up and down it. It's steep. Fucking steep. They're like a two-to-one slope at minimum. Anyways, 
I did that. I went. I did the cable car. As a matter of fact, the cable car took me from downtown financial district up to Fisherman's Wharf. And from there, I said, okay, well, I'm not going to fucking pay the round trip cable car because there's nothing to really see. They just You just ride in the cable car, which I thought was okay. Like, I liked the cable car. I thought it was cool. Uh, but I walked back, walked back from Fisherman's Wharf down to where basically you meet back up with uh, where you start at the cable car, like it's probably like a two-mile walk. But I walked it, walked it really slow, you know, took a bunch of pictures, went around, got back to where I was parked, walked into the Apple Store because my phone was low on battery, went to Union Square, which Union Square is beautiful too. Uh, they got those big globe hearts just chilling everywhere. Uh, it's in the middle of everything. Uh, all the buildings look like they were designed by the Romans, the Romans of old and the Greeks of old. Um, it's a beautiful. You're in the downtown. There's like food and there's stuff to do everywhere. So you just you get lost right there. I was there initially. I was gonna go get. Um, I was gonna go get a steak, but I was like, nah. So I don't know what I did for dinner that night or if I even ate, but. From there, I left, and I was going to go to this place called Land's End, because I was going to try to do the sunset, and I missed it. Like San Francisco's weird, because it gets cloudy, so there is not like sunset. I mean, maybe in the summer, it's different, but it's kind of one of those things where, you know... The city's got views all over it, and there's a lot of hills. The sunset, you can miss it easily. So, anyways, I went over to Land's End, and I just I got there late, and I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll come back another day. Um, but I knew I had never been to the Presidio, really. And the Presidio right there is, to me, it's like it's the Beverly Hills of, of San Francisco. It's like nothing but rich motherfuckers live right there. When I mean rich, I mean really, really fucking rich. Because they got front yards and backyards. And they got, like, their own private community. And I think it's a military thing. But I'm not exactly 100% sure. But if you're there, you're rich. So there's this place called Ford Point, I think. Where you get to go. And you, you can walk right up to, like, the underneath of the Golden State Bridge. And I went down there. And it's absolutely beautiful. I did that at night, man. And I don't regret that one bit. Because... The bridge is lit up. The fog was rolling in. Uh, I was there was nobody there because it was it was late. It was like probably like eight at night, and or seven at night or whatever. Seven thirty. It was dark, and I did that. I actually got to sit on the beach a little bit, you know, just chill on the beach, chill, looking at the bridge, you know, but just absorbing it because it was Saturday and I, you know, I wanted to do things. I did that. And then I didn't know, but it dumps you right off, you know, when you're trying to leave that area. In that area, Fort, Fort Point, it may be Fort, I'm not sure what, Point Fort or something like that. That area, I believe, would be really nice to check out during the day. Um, I don't know how crowded it is. I highly recommend it. But I went at night, and I wasn't even disappointed at night. So I'm sure during the day, 
it'll be fucking fantastic. Anyways, I'm leaving leaving this place. You know, I'm just driving around through the Presidio because I'm like, well, I don't want to get back on the freeway. Or, you know, just I'm gonna just drive a little bit. I come up on the Palace of Fine Arts, and that place is fucking spectacular too, man. Like, I don't regret doing that at night either. Like, it's lit up. Uh, fucking shit is it's huge. Like, it looks like a cathedral. I don't know. Like, it's fucking amazing. I know they have stuff to do there during the daytime, but I went at night and it wasn't disappointing. There wasn't very many people there. Parking was easy. Stay there, and you felt you go there, and you immediately like you could just feel like energy. Like I don't know, like you can just totally tell like it's quiet. Like people don't make a lot of noise, and I don't know if it's because the place is so daunting to look at. Like you just walk up to it, and it's like the fucking concrete pillars to these to this structure. Like it's not even a building, but they're like 80 feet tall, and and you have to look up to it to see it. And they got angels and they got you know i don't know it's just an it's just an amazing place to be in uh, a lot of couples were there at night you know it's, it's a lot to take in and you know I, like i went by myself initially was gonna have somebody go with me but i took it all in man i, I did that and then i was like okay now it's time you know it was getting late it was about nine ten o'clock i think i actually just went to Back to my hotel at 10 o'clock at night because I had Sunday football day. You know what time it was. Uh, I knew I was going to be able to eat in the morning and eat pretty good. So that's what I did. I think I just Saturday night, I phoned it in about 10 o'clock. Went to my room. Got, got I think I was in bed by 10 or 10.30. Set my alarms for uh, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Got up, showered, left my room by about 7. This is Sunday morning. Jumping ahead to Sunday. Got showered, changed, went immediately to Oco Coliseum, man. I mean, crossed the Bay Bridge, Snapchatted that a little bit, but it was dark. Um, and just, yeah, man, I mean, landed in Oakland, found how to find parking, and the game, man. Boy, oh boy, I know, I know the last podcast I did was directly the game and I know I left out a bunch of stuff man but uh I was just yeah I was an amazing Sunday was amazing man I like I said I haven't been up there many times when the Raiders had won uh I had never been to a game in any sport in the overtime you know the, I've been to many Dodgers games and they usually end right on right on schedule I've been to many basketball games they end right on schedule I've been to many football games and right on schedule. I've been to many sporting events where it doesn't go into like a sudden death scenario. And the and then the score was outrageous, man. 45-42. I can't. I'm fucking believable. But anyways, when you get there, you park. Tailgating. I know they're saying the Raiders are not going to be able to tailgate in Vegas. But the, the tailgating is fucking phenomenal in Oakland. Uh, everybody's bumping the wildest of musics. You know, you got rap. You got heavy metal you've got you got your pop you got your you got your classicals you got uh the raider anthem playing you got djs you've got people drinking crazy there's drinking games there's people barbecuing i mean and and it's just you're in you know i'm at home it's raiders it's fully bone raiders you know it's just what it is it's just the raiders are 
my team, you know, my people's, you know, every time I feel like I'm upset with the Raiders, I know they are too. And we're winning, we win games, you know, we win against the rivals, we beat anybody of any relevance. You know, you're prideful for a little bit. You know, we hadn't been shit this entire season, 0-3, but now we're 1-3. And I could, you know, the game happened. I was going back and forth, you know, text people were texting me, you know, like, hey, what's going on? They're down, 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 28-14. Like, fuck, I know. Fucking Derek Carr's throwing picks. Fucking Browns are fumbling. We score. We're down 28-21. We're going back and forth. We take the lead. We're up. 34-28, you know, they come back, they're up 35-34, then they're up 42-34. We tie it with seconds left, man, forced overtime, and then winning. You know, and Levy and I had that Snapchat of us leaving, man. It was like one of the best games of any sport I've ever gone to, you know. It just, just point blank, I mean, I don't... I've gone to the Dodgers and I've seen them clobber teams. I've seen them get clobbered. Uh, I've seen them win a close one, you know, like three to two. But it's just when you when it's I don't know overtime is something else. Like when you know your team can win or lose on one play, and it's just like wow. Like you're on your edge. You're hoping it's not the other team that makes that play. You're hoping your team makes that. Play. I mean, phenomenal, man. Uh, I was from that point. I was intentionally gonna go to uh, a concert. But it didn't happen. I went to go find some tacos. Had some tacos. Went back to Frisco. Um, and I got there. I got there late. I got there probably like 8 or 9 at night. Uh, went to the little local watering hole. Got me like two beers. And then I think I called it night because I was like, okay, that was Sunday. Monday. I have a big adventure too. Like, shit's about to get lit Monday. So I phoned it in again about 10 o'clock at night that Sunday to wake up Monday. Monday started off with the bang because Monday was officially October numero uno. Um, Monday was uh, day one of October in, you know... I'm not much of an astrological sign. I don't give a fuck about me being a Libra. Uh, but October is my month, man. Every fucking hoe. And it's been my month for, for a while now. And I recognize now that my month is special. Um, there's a lot of other months that I don't feel that are as special. Like April. I know there's April Fool's, but that's kind of a... And that's Easter, but that's kind of some fairy tale shit. Um, that's some bullshit. I know motherfuckers born in January. is New Year, new me bullshit. Uh, February's got Valentine. Every month's got a thing, but some of that shit is some bullshit. You know, March Madness, eh. May, you know, Cinco de Mayo. That's yeah, it's not really. If you're if you're a white dude born in May, you can't really celebrate every Cinco de Mayo. Um, July, there's Fourth of July. That that kicks off real early. You know, it's, I don't know. There's some months, but there's. There's a few months that I can tell if you were born in. October is one of them. You know, so is so is November, so is December. Because uh, there's season. The, the, the end of the, the season, those are to me between Halloween, November, or uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, those are the best three holidays of the year. 
And I think it starts off with Halloween being at third place. I'm not going to even deny that Halloween's better than Christmas or Halloween's better than Thanksgiving. But it's we kick it off. We kick the party off. Like, to me, spooky season, you got ghosts, you got spiders, you got bats, you got vampires, werewolves, full moons. You've got hoes dressing up as fucking cops. You've got hoes dressing up as witches. You've got candy. You've got sugar. You've got soda. I mean, the month. And then you got the spooky vibes. You know, a lot of um, TV networks start running doing marathons of Jason, you know, Freddy Krueger, uh, or The Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, uh, all that shit. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre comes to mind. So does um, Halloween, the movie. Uh, you can get your first taste of The Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, there's just things, that, you know, it's horror. And a lot of people are horror fans in general. You know, a lot of people like horror movies. It's a whole genre, poltergeist, omen. But it's wrapped up in October, man. It's it's October. It's It's... You know, October 1 is the official start of my, you know, as I know, like, I get, it crept, now it's in my birthday month, it's, it's my month, man, I mean, and I ain't, I ain't much of a Drake stan, I don't, I do listen to Drake here and there, and I do know who he is, and not that much of a fucking prick to deny Drake, and I don't know if he's born in October or not. But his fucking slogan, man, me and Drake are going to be tied together for the rest of my life. Um, so I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not fighting Drake. I'm not a Drake stan. I'm not a Drake hater. But I'm not a Drake fucking stan or fan. But me and Drake are forever tied because his slogan is OVO. And for, for anybody that does not know what OVO stands for i know it's his record label or the record label he's on or whatever the fuck his thing is but ovo stands for october's very own um when i found that out about a year or two ago i thought it was corny but i have since come to fucking embrace it i fucking embraced it um I am October's very own. I'm fucking born in October. My birthday is on the 3rd. Uh, I don't know. There's something about the number 3. You know, it's a... Uh, you know, Halloween is uh, the 31st. or the You know... The number 3 is an odd number. It's odd. You know, it's not a... It's not a... Um, I don't know. It's not... I think it's a prime number. The number three has got a lot of context to it too. Um, so you know, and I and I I totally embrace October. You know, it's in my blood. It's my month. It's my fucking time. It's my it's my shit. It's in Drake's right. It's I, I'm October's very own. Like I'm the only one in my close group of peoples that I, that I know that is born in October. Um, so that, anyways, that Monday started off, I knew where I was heading. Uh, I wanted to visit the aquarium of the, of the bay. I went and did that. It was absolutely phenomenal in there. It's a little small, but the price is right. I think it was like 21 bucks. Um, you know, you've got to walk around the aquarium, just see some animals, you know, 
just walk around there. At this point, I did know I needed to get a sweaters, and I knew there was some. They have a lot of those. To me, they look like yard sale type of setup shops where you can go and you can pick like a sweater. They have from every sweater from baby size all the way up to like six or seven X, and you can pick whatever design, and they um, they steam it on your steam press it on your on the sweater real quick. I got the most corniest one of all just says san francisco but it's got it in oakland raider colors so you know i got silver and black uh i did that monday because i knew i did that very first thing because i knew i was going to take a boat ride to alcatraz shit i'm running out of time but i'm gonna try to hurry this up i did i did that i went and got a starbucks uh it and and I did the aquarium of the bay, which was like I said, it was beautiful, man. Small, but it was it was really it's got its flair to it. Um, totally worth it if you got a couple hours to kill, couple hours to kill down there. Phenomenal place. Came out, went and got me a lobster roll, had me some shrimp and chips. Uh, took a bunch of pictures, you know, chilled chilled out by the docks, went and seen the seals at Pier 39. Um. Walked around Fisherman's Wharf, man. I think I even got me a piece of pizza. Because I was like, just... I hadn't eaten since the day before. I think. Anyways, from the bay, or from the aquarium in the bay, I got in there. Because it opened up at 10. I think I got in there about 10.30. Did that. Walked. Got some lunch. I had to be at Pier 33 at 2 o'clock. Because the boarding was at 2.30. And it said to be there about half an hour early. So I was there at 2.00. Waited, got on the boat, uh, fully in you know, a full get up, expecting it to be kind of cold, like it was the very first day I was in San Francisco. Crossing the bridge, it was cold, windy. Didn't want to freeze because the boat, you know, I did that. I had that experience in New York where I was fucking freezing on the boat, which was okay because I didn't really mind. But I know now not to do that. And they took me, shipped me off to Alcatraz, man. In Alcatraz. The boat ride to Alcatraz, fucking worth the 30 bucks, 38 bucks they spent on the trip, fucking worth it, man. The site you got to see out in the bay, I hadn't, I hadn't done any bay cruises like that. I, w- I probably want to do one if I go back. I'm going to do Alcatraz again just for the way the site you get to see of the city from afar is fucking phenomenal. You get both bridges, you get the city, you get uh, um, Treasure Island. All the fucking works, man. The boat ride to Alcatraz is fucking phenomenal. And walking around Alcatraz, man, I know a lot of people seen the snaps. I totally regret. I was, I have been saving the videos from my Snapchat to my phone because I wanted all of this stuff to me. I didn't fucking save the Snapchat story from the day I was at Alcatraz or the day I was at the bay. Fucking totally blew it Tuesday morning. Regardless, I did take some pictures and some videos on my phone, uh, my personal camera phone. And I was doing that because, I, you know, sometimes shit like that happens. You, you just got to have backups. So I got some stuff. Um, but I did Alcatraz, man. Alcatraz is fucking a, a journey, too. And, you know, just there's an energy there, too. Like, it's one of those places where... You get to, and you could totally tell that this fucking place 
in, in its prime was some other. It was on some next level shit, man. The fucking place is secure. I'm a firm believer you can swim across the motherfucker, but people say you can't. It's up for debate. Uh, it's daunting when you're there. The freedom is the guy's right. I talking to a tour guy there. I, don't, I told him, man, I believe I can fucking. Me, in my physical shape, if I got in that water, I can make it. And he said, yes. Every prisoner there thought, thinks that. He's like, it's a form of torture. You can hear the fireworks going off. You can see it through the windows when the town's celebrating anything. You can smell chocolate. You can hear people, music playing from Alcatraz because Alcatraz is silent. You can hear from the city. You can hear when the city is in total celebration. You can hear it. He said people were going crazy that they know that they can. It's just freedom is just there. It's like it's not like any other prison where freedom almost isn't an, an option. Like there's no breakouts. And he's like, you're really on an island. Like there's no way off of it. That people tried it and tried it and tried it and they, some were successful. But he said, yeah, like, it, like once you get there, it just starts playing in your mind. Like, you can do it. You can do it. Find a way. And it goes and it plays with the people over and over in their heads. You're thinking they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And, and it just, you get that sense. You get that sense when you're there. Like, like damn, if I was motivated and I could do it, and I knew I was either going to die in prison or take my chances and try to make it, you're extra extra motivated to try it. And it plays in your mind, and it plays, you know. Anyway, that's what the guy was telling me, and I just asked him some other questions. Just He wasn't even a tour guy. He was just a groundsman. You know, I didn't do the audio tour because I didn't want fucking somebody in my ear talking me through the job. I wanted to see it my own self, get my own impressions of it. I hadn't been there since I was a kid. Like I said, I had plenty of snaps, plenty of cool shit I was doing there outside of the fucking guided tour that they try to put you on. I went into the recreational yard, uh, walked by the cliffs. I, mean, I took some phenomenal ass fucking pictures, man. Um, like I said, most of them disappeared in my snap story, and maybe I'll get them back in my memories. But I have some solo stuff that I'm going to post somewhere. And it just... Alcatraz blew me away anyways. Leaving Alcatraz, you take a boat ride back. The boat ride back is phenomenal. Landed back at Fisherman's Wharf. And from there, it's Monday night. It's about... I think I get back. My The boat dropped me off at about 3. I walked around there for about 3 hours. And then I had to wait um, about 30 minutes to get back. And then the boat rides another 30 minutes or 20 minutes or so. Because it goes, they go really slow. Um, I get back in Fisherman's Wharf. It's like, I want to say like 6, 6.37 by the time I get to my car. My feet are shot. My feet are fucking done. But, you know, I, I had already been walking for days. But I was like, you know, we're just going to truck along. Truck along. I knew I wanted to do one high-end dinner. Like I said, I was going to do steak one day. But I didn't. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go get some high-end Italian food. And I was not fucking disappointed in North Beach at this place called Calzone's uh, Pasta or something. 
Oh, fucking phenomenal, man. Phenomenal fucking service. Service is on point. Sitting street side. Fucking have me some crab fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, fucking amazing, man. And have me some um, scallops as an appetizer. Fucking amazing. Fucking amazing dinner. Uh, anyways, I went down, like I said, about 7, 30 or 8. And from there, uh, North Beach is a hop, skipping, and jump. It's right in the middle of everything. North Beach got its own little, like, red light district, as it were. There's a fuckload of topless bars and strip clubs and everything right there. And I knew I was going to waltz into the Condor Club. Like, if it was, it was my last time up there, I was going to go up there one more time. And the strippers there are absolutely gorgeous. Um, the service there, fucking impeccable. They walk around asking if you need anything to drink, if you want some money. You got 20 bucks, you can get 20 bucks on the spot for to throw ones. And they're a little laxical as far as, you know, if you're just there, you know, just to sit there, they don't bug you, but, you know, but you're there, they come around asking for drinks or money anyways. Um, like I said, phenomenal. I had a phenomenal time there, man. And it was, it's the beginning of Fleet Week. You know, this weekend coming up is when the actual Blue Angels and all that shit goes, cracks off. But Fleet Week had started, uh, actually when I got there, the boats had already pulled up, but there's no activities for it yet. Um, the sailors are in town, you know, some of you seen on my Snapchat, all the sailors posted up at the titty bar. Uh, mobs of them, man. So you just, I'm just sitting in there, uh, sipping, uh, sipping on some Long Islands. I had like three of them. Uh, I ended up chucking like 40 bucks of ones at the strippers, uh, or at the dancers. I mean, it was phenomenal, man. Uh, I watched, I watched Monday Night Football up in there, or watched the end of it, anyways. Uh, watched Kansas City beat Denver. Um, but it was phenomenal, man. Like like I said, the, the sailors that go in there, they get the attention of the strippers because the strippers know they got money and they, and they, you know, who doesn't like a sailor, supposedly, they got that kind of mentality. But I'm in there as just a normal Joe Blow. I'm in there just watching them throw the money. Nobody really comes and bugs, bugs me. I, I mean, if you're in the titty bar all by yourself, of course they're going to bug you. Of course you want to be bugged. You want a fucking fine-ass piece of ass come sit next to you telling you, whispering all the good things, like, hey, handsome, you know, it feels good. Titty bars are absolutely phenomenal for the self-esteem, you know, just as a quick boost, you know, it's not, not. I don't want to say fall in love with a stripper or anything, but, you know, it's what it is, it's just, you know, if, if like I said, there's, there's probably, was probably like 40 dudes, maybe 50 dudes up in there, it wasn't to capacity, but half of them were sailors, half of them were on, you know, just dudes. Everybody chucking in three, four bucks, you know. So the, the dancers get, they get their money. And I was up in there for a, a cool minute. Uh, I wasn't in there late. I was in there till about midnight. Everybody knows that, you know, I walked out the club. I was fucking happy, man. Walked to my car. I wasn't even drunk, but I was, I got a little buzz. You know, I caught a quick fade. Packed up shop. You know, because I knew Tuesday was one of my last full days there in San Francisco. And I still had things I wanted to get done. 
and I'm at 55 minutes now. I'm gonna have to make. I'm gonna have to stitch this episode together because it's gonna run me a little longer. Um, folded up shop. You know, went to my room, knocked out. It was like 12:31 a.m. Little buzzed. Phenomenal. It was a phenomenal day Monday, man. I had a phenomenal day. It was, you know, a day, you know, back-to-back-to-back fucking good days, like vacation days. You're doing something. You're fucking seeing some shit, man. Um, anyways, Tuesday rolls around. It's October 2nd. I had a clear idea of what I wanted to do. And I, and I didn't do Land's End, like I said, one day. I knew I was going to do Land's End. Um, in Cliff House that Tuesday. I mean, that that area, too, is fucking phenomenal, man. It's fucking gorgeous. They got, I don't know, you've never been to Land's End. It's highly recommended on, on the San Francisco trip. Where Land's End is and Ocean Beach meets in Cliff House, that area is scenic as fuck. Uh, you can get down to the beach, uh, watching the sunrise, you know, Fucking beautiful right there, man. And I actually walked down and into some caves and climbed some rocks and fucking seen some scenic fucking shit, man. Uh, there's some tunnels. I mean, I ha- I made the full, like the two hours I spent down there. I was fucking amazed, you know, how beautiful it was. I hadn't done that shit. I've been there, but I hadn't done all that. Uh... Took some excellent pictures, and, and Tuesday I was able to save all my Snapchat. The only day I didn't save my Snapchat feed was that Monday, which I highly re- regret. But it's what it, it's whatever it is, man. It's just... Land, I did Land's End. I walked through the beach. I walked up the giant fucking hill, got back to my car, um, and cruised on over to Golden Gate Park. And Golden Gate Park is right there. And... I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pause this because I'm gonna talk about this next, and I have to stitch these episodes together. So hold on, one quick minute. Yo, so okay, um, heading up to the Golden Gate Park. Uh, it was actually a little humid Tuesday morning, which to me wasn't a big deal. But anyways, uh, going to Golden Gate Park, I knew I wanted to see some shit because they got like museums there. It, Golden Gate Park is really fucking big. Uh, on the map, it's huge, and it's you trying to walk it on foot is even fucking crazier. Um, yeah, I and I think and let me back it up. Let me back it up to Monday night. Monday night, I actually hit up. Really, really like the brocade, but I think I only stopped in there for a beer and play a little bit of games. But anyways, um, yeah, the Golden Gate Park, man. I stopped and I landed in the first place that pops in your in my mind is the De Young Museum, and it's right there. Is the they, there's like two or three museums right there. There's a planetarium, the Science Museum Planetarium, the De Young Museum, the Conservatory of Flowers, the Botanical Gardens, the Japanese, there's uh, there's a Japanese thing in there, there's a lake right there, but anyways, I hit the Conservatory of Flowers first, 
uh, to me, I don't like I said, I don't, you know, I elaborated a little bit on Snapchat. I don't know. It's been going on for a few years now. And I don't know if it's just getting in touch with some nature shit. If I don't know if I'm getting in touch with um, what actually I'm getting in touch with or what what it is I feel or what my general attraction is to flowers um, or to colorful objects of the nature. I, I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know. Maybe it's been there. I've suppressed it. But the concert, I think it's the Conservatory of Flowers is fucking beautiful, man. Uh, yeah, it, they got exotic flowers from all over the fucking world. Um, they have the the, the Dahlia Garden. It's, it's man, it's, if you like flowers and you want to see some flowers, that place got some flowers, man. Not all of them are in bloom. Some some of those trees and some of the stuff in there is really old and they don't bloom often. Um, but the flowers are some of that. Some of the flowers, some of the stuff there is amazingly beautiful. It's amazing. It's so colorful. Um, ten out of ten would go, I would go back right there again just to see that. Um, from there, I waltzed over. To, like I said, I waltzed over to the De Young Museum. And I didn't do the Museum of Ice Cream, but this museum was free. Uh, was free for the day. Hopped up in there and had my mind blown as well. You know, museums, that's their point. That's what their goal is, is to blow your fucking mind. Seeing some art or seeing something that you just can't fucking fathom existed or somebody built. Museums, I mean, I don't... I haven't, maybe I'm going to be a museum guy in my older days, but museums are, like, to me, watching Modern Marvels on TV and watching the History Channel, watching that kind of shit, you know, I think that's always been there, but going to a museum is, is like doing that without the commercials and at your own pace, and if you pick a museum of the dead or you pick a museum of art or you pick a museum of music, I mean, or Museum of Dinosaurs, like, you know, you're going to get what it is you pick, and you're going to get a museum, you're going to get some shit nine times out of ten. I know there's some sucky-ass museums, but nine times out of ten, you're going to go and you're going to get your mind fucking blown. You know what I mean? You're going to get your mind fucking blown. You're going to get your mind fucking blown. Like, I had no expectation this museum was just Museum of Arts. Fuck. Uh, I Snapchatted a lot in there too, man. A lot of people know what was I was seeing. Uh, absolutely fucking phenomenal, man. The museum blew my mind. The art, um, the people created, crafted. Like I haven't done, I haven't done many museums, but this just shit just blew my mind, man. Absolutely phenomenal. I had a phenomenal time in there. I walked around there. Tuesday morning, like, like I did the conservatory. I did Land's End. I probably got to Land's End about 9. I walked around there for like two hours. Got to the conservatory flowers about, you know, because it's not far. I got there maybe about 11.30. Walked around there for about an hour or maybe a little bit more. Hit the D. Young Museum. was in there for about two hours myself. Walked around that. Seen a lot of stuff. Um, 
and then I continued to walk on the outside of it. Uh, I was initially trying to go to the other museum across the way, but it was like 40 bucks to get in, so I decided not to. From there, I was going to go back to my room and change up, but decided not to. I went to hit up the Yerba Buena uh, Cultural Arts uh, in Soma. Phenomenal. Made a great decision to go down there. That, that museum is phenomenal. And that's right there. Like, it's in Soma. It's near the financial district. I hadn't, on Saturday, I didn't go to the financial district. I was in downtown, but it wasn't in the financial district. But Tuesday, I did go to the financial district. I went down to watch the Salesforce. Went to go look at the Salesforce Tower. That now is the biggest tower in all of San Francisco. And they're at some point going to let people up there to, you know, do like a city view type of deal. They're going to have an observatory deck. Um, I can't wait. If I, whenever it is I go back, hopefully it'll be done. It'll be there. Uh, even if it costs, I'm going to go up it. Uh, but that area right there is phenomenal, man. That is where the biggest buildings in all of San Francisco are. It's the, the big building. It, looks just like fucking New York. Um, you can get lost in the skyscrapers, man. I know you got to look up. Like, the skyscrapers are there. It's just, it's just one of those things, man. Every, every skyscraper is built to outdo the next. It's like corporate uh, competition. Like, they, every, every corporation wants the building that's going to take your breath away. That is going to turn into the next landmark. That's going to be the next. They want, you know, this, the city skyline changes in, in New York. And it changes in L.A. And it changes in San Francisco. And it changes in people, in the corporations that build these buildings. And the architectures that go into it. They want these buildings to fucking pop at you. Like, because they know when you roll in and you see a big building, you don't want to be that just that old gray building. They want the tallest ones. They want the ones that look like, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. They want it to look the prettiest. They want it to have this design. And and a lot of skyscrapers across the across the world do that. You know, everybody wants the tallest skyscraper. Everybody wants the craziest designed one. Everybody wants the one that's going to put them on the map. And San Francisco's got a collection of those too. I mean, there's not they're not as well known as the ones in New York. But they got the Transamerica Pyramid. They've got now the Salesforce building. They've got several down there that you could just look at and be in amazement. Um, I did that. That was like I said, that was Tuesday. It was after I went to Yerba Buena. I was there till about six o'clock in downtown. So my area. And from there I was gonna rush back to go see the Golden Gate Bridge at sunset. Uh, however, traffic and fog moved in didn't get to see it went up to sutro tower because i know the twin peaks were over there uh long since have been trying to get there but didn't it's not high on your list because there's nothing else to do there once you're there um and let me back i went at some, at some point i visited the coit tower in san francisco i think believe that was Monday night, and that's a fantastic. I'm I'm rushing through this. I mean, I'm trying to cram five days or six days of fucking vacation in like an hour, and I'm not trying to drag this on too long. But I mean, it's what it is, man. I mean, 
uh, I, I went to the Twin Peaks. This was Tuesday night late, and I just wasn't able to see anything because the fog moved in. So I did the next best thing because I knew it was my last night in San Francisco. It was Tuesday night, and I wanted to see the city one more time at night for all the beauty that it has. The entire time I've been there, the night, the nightscape of it is fucking phenomenal. It's just as beautiful as the day. You can't say the same in New York because you can't see anything in New York. You have to go to Brooklyn to see it. Um, but you can see San Francisco from San Francisco, and you can get a beautiful view of it. And that's something that New York is missing. Like I said, you'd have to go to Brooklyn to see the New York skyline at night, which is something I don't think I did, but and I don't regret, but... Um, I kind of regret. I would like. I'm gonna go back to New York, so I'm not gonna regret it. It's not a. It's just a matter of when. Um. I, I went back to Alamo Square. I mean, I knew there was a good view. I knew it was low enough out the fog. I knew it was. Oh, actually, it's on the other side where there is no fog. You know, the fog can't jump up and over the hills. I went there. Went there late at night. Sat there, just absorbed the city, man. I mean, it was my last night. You know. I don't know when's the next time I'm going back. Like I said, I had reasons to believe that this might be my last time up there um, for a long time. So I went, I sat, I sat in Alamo Square and just, I did a little bit of Snapchat, I did a little bit of videos, but I just sat there. I sat there and I tried not looking at my phone. I tried just sitting there and just soaking in the air and listening to people playing music in the background. You know, those people playing, you know, the cello, and they're playing the bongos. You know, a lot of people walking their dogs. You know, people, people, the whole thing, people live in the city. Like, it's just city. It's just like any other big city. It's like LA. People live there, and they work there, and they eat there, and they go and visit their friends, and they hang, and they, you know, they smoke weed, they take a shit, they take showers, and they get up about their days, just like any other city and any other place in time. You know, and it was a Tuesday night. It's mostly locals. I mean, so, you, you know, you got, I get a good feel of people just jogging, walking their dog, playing the bongos, like I said. People taking pictures just like me, you know. The Alamo Square is fucking beautiful. It's beautiful during the day. It's beautiful at night. I absorbed it in for about an hour, you know. I, I snapped the mental picture in my head. It's always going to be in my head. Just like last year. That was one of the last places I did last year, not knowing that this was going to be maybe my last year here, up there. But I took it in one more time, you know, at night. Just the city's beautiful. Um, I've never, like I said, I never had, like I said, never had a bad experience there. Never nothing. And from there, got to about 8, 30, 8 or 8.30 or so. And as my vacation was winding down, I knew I wanted to eat one more dinner there. So I went to Lower Lower Height or Lower Hate. Had me some pho. Got to sit down. Had me some pho and had me a piece of pizza. I was kind of having. I was actually really starving. I didn't think. I don't think I ate breakfast any day that I was there. Just because I had been motivated to get up and move, and not be tied down with getting some breakfast, but. Um, doing lower height, you know, had some dinner, was watching the Rockies and the Cubs play, but they went into, like, they were fucking, it was 1-1, it was like 12th inning, 
and it was already like 10 o'clock at night, and I was like, holy shit, man, like, fucking, they're taking forever, and I, and I was gonna hit the, hit a bar, but I decided against it, because, um, I had done the bar a couple of days before, and I just didn't want to do it, it just was one of those things where, I wanted to enjoy my last night there, like, it was gonna, like, I, like, I, you know, it's hard to talk about, but, People not gonna don't really understand. I've been there now five, six, seven years in a row. At minimum five, maybe seven. And like I said, I've had nothing but fun experiences there. I've I loved it every time I've gone. It's treated me well. The vacations come right around my birthday. I've always had fun and done things, partied, raged, seen some shit before, done some stuff, and. You know, it was my last night there, and I didn't want to spend it as a total drunk, and I didn't want to, I wanted the clear head so I could remember it, you know what I mean? I just wanted the clear head in my head of just my time there the last night. So I didn't drink, and it was, I phoned it in again about 10, 10.30, went to go park, walked up to my hotel knowing that Wednesday was my actual birthday. Um, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Happy birthday to me, right? Um, waking up, I did the most birthday shit ever. I was just fucking around on Snapchat, just in my hotel room, just, you know, trying to take catch my breath, because I knew I was leaving. Uh, there was only one thing that I wanted to do, was go back up to the Twin Peaks to see if I could see a view. And... I got ready, packed up, checked out, knowing that I was driving out, that this could be the last time I drove out. So I cruised on up to Twin Peaks. It's not far from where I was staying. And if that's my last time in San Francisco for years to come, it's fucking, it's fucking beautiful, man. The fucking city is beautiful. The Twin Peaks is an awesome place to go visit. It's up by the Sutro Tower. It's not a bad angle. You see the full 360 degrees of the city, including outer sunset, inner sunset, Dali City, um, the industrial part of San Francisco, the docks. You can see Market Street go straight through the financial district. You see the Golden Gate Bridge, the Bay Bridge. Twin Peaks is fucking phenomenal, man. I'm glad that that's the last thing I seen when I was there. You know, like I said, I don't know when I'm going back. It's just... If that's the last thing I'm going to see for quite some time from my second home, which now I'm calling it, because, like I said, if I ever make it in life, y'all, I'm going to go move there. And when I when I mean make it, if I can afford to go and I can leave where I'm at behind, I'm going to go. Um... So if I got to if, if I ever actually start playing the lottery, I'm gonna go and I, and I win it. I'm gonna go. Like I may live there for a year. I may live there for five years. I could live there forever. I may never come back here. If if I could, I would. Just how I see it, you know. I'm sure living there would be maybe change my opinion about the place, but I would go into it with 100% positivity. If I were to live there, I would. 
figure it out, and it would be a place I'd love to live. Twin Peaks, you know, like I said, you get a full 360 of everything. You know, just looking at everything, it's breathtaking. Fucking breathtaking. They can't express it enough how beautiful that part of the place is. Beautiful. You know, leaving, like I said, it was about 10 o'clock when I decided to leave. Uh, There's only one other place I wanted to stop on my way out. And when that was in uh, Lake Merritt in Oakland, because that place is beautiful too. I went there, I sat there, was interrupted by a fucking presidential fucking summons as it was. Like, hey, bitch, I fucking see you on your phone. Answer this fucking alert. Um, but Lake Merritt's beautiful too. Remember, it's so peaceful. And coming home yesterday was my birthday. I had a lot of birthday wishes from people. Um, I turned 33. And that was my pretty much my time up there. As I headed back, there was a little bit of rain going down the five. I got in last night about eight o'clock. I left. I left Oakland like at 1. I know it was 7 hours, but I was fucking around on the way down. And then I was going slow through the rain. Um, I stopped and chilled a little bit in Bakersfield because I had to get some gas. And I was actually talking to somebody on the phone. Yeah, I mean, that was my trip in a nutshell, man. Like, Like I said, Twin Peaks to close out my trips there. I could, I don't believe I could have picked a better spot because I didn't even know about that place until I was really looking at the map and things I had placed that. And I wanted to see Sutro Tower because it's big and it looks like a fucking alien ship type of fucking solar, not solar, like antenna beam thing. I don't know. I wanted to go see it and I drove up to Twin Peaks and oh, okay, I'll go see Twin Peaks see what's there. And I went, like I said, I went on Tuesday night, but it was foggy and concession. But I knew that that place I wanted to see if I could the next day, the next morning. You know, hopefully the fog burned away and I could see a view. And I was not disappointed in that view. That view is probably one of the best views in San Francisco. You can't, you can, like I said, you can see everything. Everything's small, but you can see it, and you get, it's breathtaking. It's no trees. It's phenomenal. Um, absolutely amazing. The trek down the hill, you know, coming home, there's things I got to do when I get home. And I, like I said, I wanted to do some things today. I didn't get nothing accomplished. But I wanted to be home as well, like. Home, you know, my home now, Fontana, California. You know, regardless if I move to San Francisco or not, or if I move out of Fontana or not, or whether I die tomorrow in Fontana is forever my home. Fontana will always forever be my home. Even if I decide to choose another home and live somewhere else, you know, eternally. So, you know, I kind of missed home a little bit. You know, my dog people here that I want to see. Um, a couple of people in particular 
that I want to see. Um, the one I will not see. The other one I will. And that's pretty much just coming home, man. It's kind of, I did everything I wanted to do. Mostly everything I wanted to do. I had a fucking blast. Uh, I just lived it, man. San Francisco's beautiful. It's amazing. 10 out of 10, I'm going to go go back. Just don't know when. If I'm afforded one more year up there, if the Raiders are there one more year, and then I do know it will be the last year because the years are coming. They're, they're moving. Vegas and future for the Raider Nation is coming. It's 100% certainty. It's not like it's not up in the air whether we're moving or not. It, we are. If I'm given one more year, I would love one more year. There's things I want to do and things, just one last mementos I want to do. If I'm given one more year to go back up and just spend a couple of days or four or five days. Um, I love one more, one more go at it before. You know, it's, you know, I went this year and it could be like 10 years before I go back. It could be, it could be six years. It could be 15 years. It, I could be an old man the next time I go. But if the Raiders are there one more year, I'll have reason to set, set aside the time. I will go one more time if I'm given the opportunity to to. And with that, man, I mean, like I said, Fontana's my home now. You know, I kind of actually missed my own bed, missed my dog, missed taking a cool-ass shower, or not a, a hot shower, but with, you know, the shower heads at hotels usually suck. And the hotel where I'm at, the, hot, the shower head fucking suck, but I'm, whatever. Um, and yeah, uh, I had a blast. The truck home was long, you know. It's what it is. I had an awesome time when I was there, man. A lot of people see me snaps, see my snaps that are not necessarily listening to my shit here. But my snaps were amazing. I I saved all except one day. I'm going to make a video out of it. My trip to San Francisco this time around was bittersweet to say the least. But it was phenomenal. I had a phenomenal time. Not a single moment did I waste. Like I said, I walked some 44 miles. Endless amount of steps. Endless amount of up and down hills. I did a lot of stuff, man. I did fucking a lot of things. Everywhere you go in the cities, you can see something. You can do something. Just like New York. I know something is just like L.A. Just, it's so beautiful. Um... And yeah, that's my trip, man. That's my trip in a nutshell. I lived it. I've been living it the last couple years. I don't have a special person or somebody that's, you know, on the side that experienced all that stuff with me. You know, it's different when you're doing things by yourself. It's different when you're doing them with people. You know, like I had intentions of taking somebody and just romanticizing the city and romanticizing her, romanticizing the time together. But I still had a fucking blast, man. 
you can never take those memories out of my head. It just had a, a fucking phenomenal time. Anyways, I'm going to get this up. Uh, posted right now shortly. So it's kind of a long one, but, you know, I had to speak on it and let you guys know what's up. All right. You know what it is. The D is silent. Thanks for listening. The handful of you guys listen. I appreciate it.